0: What is up, everybody? It is me, Albert. And it is time for episode 238 of the podcast. Um, Let me turn the light on, actually. Uh, It's very, still not quite light. There you go. Okay. Ah, Such times that we're having epic times, great times. Yes, yes, indeed. So, inauguration, and uh, the fact that I set my alarm, but I ended up waking up about 30 minutes after, but I'm perfectly happy with that symbolically, because it means that my body... Was at peace and at rest already, and that speaks as a testament to to the Harris and Biden. I keep saying Harris and Biden because Harris is much more of an important step historically for us, you know, as a human race. Uh, women are inherently, objectively, genealogically, inherently, innately better leaders. It's observable across history. It's not me white knighting or whatever. It's observable across the animal kingdom. It's just better. And I love that there is, um, you know, 50% uh, diverse cabinet, which is, you know, to say that they've... I also hope that we stop with that, which is the... Not like I love diversity, but the idea of still, um, you know, exceptionalizing it is still strange to me. It's always been strange. And I love... Um, on Kamala's account I think she's published um, a photo where it's just her and her nieces um, who just I think it I think it was Kamala's Instagram and she says uh, my great great nieces will just be like yeah so what you know like there's going to be no sense of like there was the white old people who did it and then there's the um, the minorities who got their chance like I hate that narrative and I even put it on my Instagram story um the best that us old white schmucks can do is to open doors for women for people of color for lgbtqia folks um for the differently abled for everyone who haven't had their voices fully heard yet and uh if um history were a party and it was like this big kind of diverse party um the white person as in like white people have been speaking for a long time and with all parties with all great parties you need a good mix and uh and you know even just in a conversation you want to balance it out so after someone's spoken for a while they they are silent for a while and they get to witness everyone else speak you know and i said that we need to be as um, we need to, to swing the pendulum back to bring that balance. Um, to be, to have that thing of stepping back for at least as long as we've dominantly talked for, which is a couple hundred years. So I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I love that I'm going to live my whole life being able to see increasingly people who don't look like me get to speak. And again, to get away from that narrative of like they get to. It's like they're just speaking because they're just here. Everyone's here. So. So all of that wonderfulness, uh, Amanda Gorman's wonderful poem, which inspired my Instagram post. I love that. Um, be the light, you know, that's huge. Um, and also the reason why I'm not uh, doing chat, I feel like saying anymore. I probably will at one point, but it's just a... Um, and I'm also not going to look at, at like how many people are... Um, listening or anything um or watching in fact i think i may even be able to like shift the window to the side there you go so i do not don't even have to see it because it's just not not important for me um the podcast has officially taken on a life of its own um i think since we last spoke i've jumped i mean actually no i did jump fully back into social media and stuff and i kept thinking of that title of um uh how to stop worrying and love the bomb or something um that movie and yeah i for the longest time and it's in my instagram post about it which is this anxiety about sharing the one's true self online and stuff and the idea that we're just sort of surrendering to the program kind of thing um but ultimately i put there like that's something i fear and with who i someone i admire a lot joseph campbell he said the treasure you seek is in the cave you fear you know or the cave you fear holds the treasure you seek and um it's also important to be connected to reality and to see you know where reality is going and what reality is with social media um And that is that it is very deeply embedded to the point where I feel like I felt like for a while, like someone in the 1800s, like refusing to believe that like cars could be a real thing. They were just like clinging to their horses. And I was sort of clinging to that. Um, uh, Yeah, so there's been it's been super existential. Um, but in a good way and again in my like super duper inaugural Instagram re inaugural Instagram post I mentioned about how I get existential, but I always come out at the end You know at the other side positive and happy to be alive speaking of which um, Yeah, that Godzilla versus Kong um, You know as you get up in age no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, you know you, you get jaded I think sometimes as an adult and so nothing like, you know, it's like, like that imagery of like the Titans, like shattering things like they can shatter adults jadedness, you know And that is uh, very much the case with this morning when I just saw the poster like all or, or sorry one shall fall All shall falls an, an amazing an amazing album by the band immortal the last one they recorded before they um, split up so just wanted to put that out there. I Love that record. I, I used to listen to it with my eyes closed in Toowoomba in 2009 to get to sleep, I think. And yeah, All shelf full, amazing record. And I love Abbath as well. I'm, I haven't, I think I tried to listen to some of the new Immortal, as in just Demona's and Hörge, you know, um, on their own. Abboth, I think is is my heart with, with that. So, but he's open to a reunion. Um, anyway, so Adam Wingard, director of um, Death Note uh, and Blair Witch. Um, which both both films I enjoyed unto themselves. Uh, I think he's really going to pull out all the stops for Godzilla vs. Kong. I'm very excited about the Nozuki. Um, by the way, let me just jump behind the scenes with you. If you do feel super fucking existential, but you do catch yourself like getting excited about film releases or whatever, let me just say physiologically, it feels really good to just turn on a camera, like to just fucking voice record or whatever even your own private chronicle because it will that in a child will because again it almost operates you want to bring it into alignment with yourself obviously but it almost has this mind of its own and as soon as it hears that it's like there's a camera or something it'll just spill out genuinely you know and it's very very good um i highly recommend it and yeah yeah so um i'm really excited about that and also you discover new layers of excitement about it. Um, who the fuck couldn't be excited about fucking Godzilla versus Kong, man? <laughs> oh man, it's gonna just be so cathartic just to see these two fucking massive entities, a king and a god, like clashing, you know? So good. Okay, um, let me ju- let me use that as a launching off point to discover one's true energy about something. Let's just talk about that um it it's sort of built on what i was saying before about like the inner child like coming out and being like yeah you know and like sort of hijacking your body kind of thing um uh you want to always be operating on a level where you're being true to the energy of something and true to your energy about something or someone and a major source of my existentialism uh, with the channel and what i'm doing and my patterns and what matters and do i matter and all that is because i haven't met each of those topics at my energy level at and at at like you know at what my true energy is about that thing you know and i will say that i've sometimes hammed up or amped up uh you know uh, existentialism i think i think i've sometimes turned it up too much um and i've or, or or actually probably more often i think especially around others i, I turn it down you know um uh and yeah I, I just jumped even further behind the scenes just then is um you you don't want to be contriving things like okay to get really real um with my existentialism i i often i just it as is appropriate for existentialism you just kind of go blank and you don't know what to think of it which you want to minimize i think again it's just this instinctive part of me is like you want to minimize the amount of elements to yourself that are um that that sort of have that ability to sort of just you know run off with you and run off with your feelings and run off with your actual true self and your own willpower so those things that can just sort kind of pick you up and, and you want to like and take you away and, and kind of override you and i think one of life's big journeys i think is to to come into agreement or at least into alignment with all the different disparate elements and narratives and concepts of yourself or sides or masks or whatever and to just have it be that as 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 Mono being as possible to just be this one person who approaches each scenario each person uh, as in like external like relative friend work person or whatever um, Each thing that comes like to, to have it just be the same, you know, the same chemical reaction rather than this Rubric that you have to file through of like what am I what is my face for this? What is my reaction for that? What is and to have that sort of? very stressful mental management of like juggling the faces we have you know um there's a team in parallel called from 2008 this is back in the MySpace days when i f- found them first count the number of beings you are see how long it takes you you know and we are many beings but uh and that's that's a beautiful affirming thought to know that we're not just this one you know we're, we're not just the Albert that goes to work or the Albert who's in his fiance ship slash engagement slash relationship, the Albert, who's a friend, there's, there's more, you know, and paradoxically it's just me. And that's what my latest Instagram post was about is just simplifying. And I think a, a while ago I came across the term is like to simplify doesn't mean to make simplistic, you know, and to make dumb, or to dull yourself, or to numb yourself, um, and yeah, so I suppose, like, as you know, I don't know, I I don't know if you know, but, um, on my phone right now, I, again, part of me getting super existential and being like, I've, you know, I've, like, gamed the system or whatever, and I'm doing something, it was just one of my things that I did, for about a year straight, I just created a bunch of, um, Instagram accounts, um, for podcasts and the idea and i will continue it after a fashion that i record on the albert kessa podcast and that just goes up and then i re-release that episode on a dedicated outlet if i orbited that topic so much but um what is often the case is i don't like to kind of keep things themed and i you know so um so that's going to be something interesting. I mean, what I can do is also not, not ever say never say never. And I'm just going to kind of, it's like a garden that I decided at the last minute not to completely upturn the earth. And I was like, you know what, maybe if we just till here, maybe if we just prune a bit there and rearrange things and move things around, then it can exist in some way. And that's kind of my relationship with all these sub outlets. Um, and they're also a nice way to funnel people to the... um to to me, I guess, uh, you know, one of the pursuits of the average person nowadays, which was not a pursuit of the average person back in the day, is to create this chronicle, I guess. I guess that's weirdly beautiful that the average person nowadays um, has access to a smartphone and to be able to create an account for free and to begin a uh, an endless, presumably, endlessly re- revisitable and definitely archivable chronicle of who they are. It gives the median level of, ex- like, significance of each human being so much more than in the 70s or 80s. I mean, obviously, like, people were able to keep diaries and, you know, they had their own pursuits and their own lives and stuff, but the idea that there's this uniform outlet and receptacle like the Instagrams and the Twitters and the Facebooks that is purpose-built for people to create a sense of a chronicle. It's, yeah, it's like almost not government issued, but it's like basically issued at birth. I mean, I had sometimes some apocalyptic visions of signing up to a Facebook account in the hospital being mandatory one day where it's like the kid's born and like there's a thing that happens automatically. It was like they just get a mandatory and that's frightening. And on that little sub note, I do like that I have erased and started and re erased and started Pretty much all of my accounts. Um, I've I've fucked with them. I've like fucked it up. Like I've I love and I love that I've done that so with my twitter I at one point I just was like fuck it And I deleted all of my tweets in like about a year ago just out of like out of like fuck you I don't care Um, I had those memories, I had those thoughts, those were all always have been mine, so fuck you, and I was going to just keep all my social media accounts there, but blank, you know? Then uh, about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I decided, fuck it, again, and I was like, I'm going to delete everything, so I fucking deleted my Twitter, my Facebook, my Reddit, my Tumblr, I deleted everything, you know? Like fucking fully, properly deleted, and I just sort of sat there feeling like, again, that hermit from the 1800s are refusing to believe that cars exist and i as in i didn't feel like that immediately i felt satisfied for like a few days but then it, it really honestly felt like and i was like oh you know you don't know if you don't try so i thought this big upswell of um of what i then narrated to be like humanity like i was like oh yeah i'll feel more human after this i'll feel more real after this but human beings um, exist in reality and reality as we know is this kind of cross-section this overlaying of everyone else's individual reality into the one reality and as you just heard there reality starts on the individual level it's something that we project out Um, As much as, you know, this is why apparently Ray tells me this, my fiance, like Akira Kurosawa killed himself because he he came to the ultimate realization that he will never witness true truth. He will only witness this veneer of truth based on the fact that, yeah, your own reality is self-created and the reality that we see out there is this, it's like we're all pitching in, you know, like throwing coins into a pond. Like we're, that's from all directions or whatever sketchy metaphor, but it's like this group unconsciously created group reality. And one thing I've disagreed with people who go into that region on like suicidal thoughts or whatever, I don't agree with any suicidal thoughts. I can sometimes understand them, but not on the fulfilling of them. I think that's stupid. I think if you kill yourself, you're an idiot. And I will openly say that because um, idiot is is latin idiot uh it means someone who's living in their own world like you break that down etymologically that's what it means and i think you're an idiot if you live in if you exclusively live in your own world to the detriment of your natural bodies like the body like often tells the brain to fuck off and say well you know what you arrived so recently compared to me like i'm this primate body who has been around for fucking thousands of years and then this fucking thing takes over um sorry for millions of years like you know what i mean like primates are fucking you know they we, we go back or i don't know hundreds of thousands at least and then the brain as a, at least as advanced as it is for humans only arrived comparatively recently so it is almost like this uh you know this old school construct suddenly this new management comes in and now evolutionarily we're just at the whims of it so it gets angry and it says look fuck you um you have this in many ways tragic and sad ability to override what the natural body wants which is to heal which is to grow which is to yeah like re- you know um propagate. that's one thing that we-, we come into this world um uh and that's not like a stereotypical thing is like women are, uh, uh, you know or the feminine, I'll say. It doesn't matter if you're gendered, doesn't matter. But there is a binary of energy. You can be any, you can be LGBTQIA, anything, but just the energy of someone will have more of an maybe like dominant or submissive or whatever. And these don't have to connotate bad things. It just means that like there needs to be positive and negative atoms. So like have whatever. You can't be non, otherwise we would be LCL, which is from Evangelion, which is, um, uh you know, the life constituent liquid, which is uh, that the acronym has never been fully revealed. But um, yeah, life constituent liquid is is this, uh, I suppose, concept in in Evangelion, which is that um, beyond the binary, there is this, I mean, it's true, like beyond the binary, there's a unified field and but they imagine it as like, if there is no positive, negative, everything just melts away. Um, if there is nothing kind of holding and anchoring existence together, which is the separation of ourselves from one another, you know, Uh, of just the the notion of separation in any way, you know, if without separation, everything is one and that's great. um, But as things are, and this is what you you sort of emerge from that Akira Kurosawa cloud and other people who have ended their own lives because of that. Uh, You come out of that and you realize, you know, for me ultimately how i just like how i come out of my existential spells um how i come out of that is i realize look hey my body is older it actually has you know like um not more to say but it's it is the most of me also uh percentage wise like my brain is smaller (laughs) and my body take is like takes up the most of who i am so there's a sense of the majority You know, like in in democracy, like, sure, there's the intelligentsia, there's the leaders or whatever, but what always ends up visibly, tangibly better for the body, for the organism, is for the body to be listened to. Oh, I mean, again, you can just observe it, uh, open your emotions and your empathy to it. Like, yeah, by listening to what's most of you, which is your, like your arms, your legs, everything, your organs, all of these take up way more space and are more of you than the brain. Even though the brain is important, Uh, to listen to Uh, the body is what permits the brain the body is what like led to the brain coming to be like it was there first it was this beautiful so there's a sense of honoring the body to enjoying life and to embracing life Um, and I've always thought that coming out of existential spells where you know you can get caught in your head and again the idiot thing is if you stay in your head then you're throwing away the rest and I can get so existential and I can really, honestly, truly feel like throwing everything the fuck away and just, yeah, like, I, I, I'm serious, like, just be like, you know what, it'd be better off if I was, like, out of people's lives and I didn't, like, you know, um, bother anyone and I could just sort of live out my life as this, like, not black pit, but just this You know, this, this, uh, cause like, I I know that when I do get existential, I put out, put out a certain energy, but remember, like, again, I always come out, uh, you know, one thing is, is a stereotypical, it's like the Kylo Ren effect, um, is, is that self-involved white person who's like, what the fuck do you guys have to complain about? Everything's handed to you at birth, all this shit. And that's true. I, I, I absolutely own that. Um, in my history, I think I went into this, like getting of the tattoos and developing my viewpoints of for a while it was like nothingism and then definitely dipped into nihilism a bit and then everythingism and then noism um the privilege of being able to fuck around like this it's real and um you know there's that thing of you know i saw a comment it was brilliant on on fragile white redditor which is a great community just to kind of have a reminder it's like shut the fuck up you know Uh, and also to laugh at people who haven't like realized this yet it said top comment was um white people desperately want to have something they desperately want to be oppressed they desperately want to have something wrong and um you know what i want to actually be part of that force that is this self-acknowledging force and one that again is but ultimately again at the end of all this this is just a podcast i'm just like riffing this isn't directly hopefully like you know getting in anyone's face or impacting anyone it's just an outlet but practically on the action level and like taking action for people as i I'll, that's my instagram post opening doors for women opening doors for people of color for lgbtqia for the differently abled for everyone of every persuasion you know of every kind that is that is a purpose <laughs> and people with a purpose often don't dip into you know is myopia the word here Uh, or just like sadness or ennui or whatever um and certainly they 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 get away from boredom they get away from self-pity and they get away from that narrative of like i should be oppressed i should have more going on and that's why it's like i think a lot of white people they They create problems in their lives because they're just fucking bored and because they have nothing else and they don't give themselves a purpose. So I think a white person can really, really eliminate that sadly stereotypical thing of like, well, the white person like doesn't have uh, the, um, sadly, it's so fucking sad and stupid that, people based on their skin or their choices or whatever have different, have, have vastly different life experiences because of that, because of fucking that worst and most debilitating of human crutches. And I think it's like a curse, but I I feel like we're dealing with it over time, but it's that idea of doing something because it's always or always been done. I think, I don't know if I've told, this, told the story here, but in the army, I served uh, between 2006 and and two thousand and. Officially till 2008 because I was on convalescence leave, but I had an accident in 2007. I was left on out, out on a firing range um, With no high vis vest no bulletproof vest no radio uh, No earplugs. It was very it was very negligent um, uh, There's a news report out there if so you just Google my dad's name Matteo, M-a-t-t-e-o and then surname Kesa, which is how to pronounce it a lot of people say Chessa, but it's Kessa And he talked about um, the live fire practices of the army, right? Um, So yeah, by the way, you know, I'm fine. Like it's, you know, it was nothing, no physical wounds. It was just post-traumatic stress disorder for a while. Um, I will confess to having lost my train of thought. That's important. Uh, It is also early morning and I do have work ahead, but uh, let's see if I can pick this back up. But yeah, I was just talking about... um, uh white people. <laughs> I'll probably review this later and bring it back up later on another on another show. If I rewatch them, I don't know if I'll be watching these. Um but maybe I'll use that as a as a kind of meta way, right? So um yeah. It's a sim and I think maybe I'll just go back to again simplifying. It's like don't overcomplicate your lives, people. Just yeah. Keep things simple and live long and and let as much of life in as possible because your vessel is directly built for that. You know, it's, yeah, it comes into the world before the brain, you know? It came into the world evolutionarily before the brain, quote unquote, fucked everything up, but also it brought amazing innovations and stuff like that. So, yeah, please do that, Uh, people who are conflicted. Um uh yeah, yeah, whatever train of thought that was it was if it was meant to continue, it was meant to continue, and let's take that in like again, jump behind the scenes on that, uh narratives, you know we we give so much bandwidth to narratives, and for a while I operated under the narrative of just the army accident forever like scarring me and forever branding me um but i i hammed it up i think in my own way like it's absolutely objectively wrong what they did and uh, i had a full recourse to say you know what this was just wrong it was dangerous and i don't want to have anything to do with it that was emotionally valid but this is maybe a dark secret that some people don't confront is like how much of what you're doing is is to what degree is it hammed up? Like there's truth, there's validity, but sometimes we ham things up to the point where it's disingenuous and then you start to believe that disingenuousness and it becomes the foundation of your self-concept uh, or your selfhood, it's another word. And that can be just dumb, you know? And it's also to, important not to be too precious with things like depression and anxiety and stuff because I, I call... I call these things uh you know paper mache that wants you to think it's concrete or a fog a gray fog that as soon as you reach out to it it disappears it wants you to think it's this impenetrable gray wall Um, but it's not a lot of these things are just temporary and illusory because remember the core of you uh, is this just heart-pumping, veins, arms, the now, the present, nature, the world, here. So that's important. That's really important (laughs) to embrace. And uh, on that note, um, just keep that as a foundation, people. Um, Resident Evil Showcase uh, in two hours. I'm stoked. (laughs) I think they're going to do some cool things. Um, Yeah, art and entertainment for me is... um, you know it's it's i won't hop on too much about it but one of the beautiful things that mankind invented to fill its life with you know as well as these naturally arrived at things which is you know and that comes from the literal like biology it's like life propagating life uh, relationships love language they all came from this language evolved as an extension of evolution you stick a, an amazing brain inside an ape, um, and suddenly more is needed than just copulation, than just mating, that nonverbal kind of mating, which uh, um, other animals do. Never say just animals and create that dividing line. Other animals, yeah, they're just other animals. We're just other animals, you know? Um, and that is, yeah, I, I kind of interesting to think about that we, we developed this language to speak with one another, to add texture and um, oh, also yeah, God, universe, whatever, that droplet of intelligence that we were given, that whatever offshoot we are evolutionarily of these apes that are, I guess, comparatively more intelligent, but define intelligence really when it means, when it's as stupid as us fucking up the planet as much. So you can have a big philosophical debate about what intelligence is. And I think I come out the end of that debate thinking and believing that animals are more intelligent because um, there's a recognition there that they're closer to the sense of knowing that they're part of. I mean, not knowing, just instinctively behaving on the instinctive impetus, the unconscious impetus that they're part of an ecosystem in some way. But that's observable. Um, That's what we observe. We observe We observe patterns and give them names and meanings and stuff. And meaning, that's something that is very human, to give meaning to things, you know? Um, Yeah, meaning. (laughs) Yeah, so to give meaning to life, that's what entertainment and art are here for. Yeah. And uh, I love that we evolved language. (laughs) it's good that we did to speak with each other and to relate to one another to accomplish things um i think i think though i will say art and entertainment are when we did the thing of discovering astronomy and biology and history and science it's so amazing that after all that after all these amazing worthwhile mind expanding fields that (laughs) <laughs> the element of play, the the ludens, you know. Um that's not me being pretentious or anything. Fuck that word. I hate that word. It's just we're just people. Uh we're just talking at, at whatever level that we want to talk with with whoever. I just I'm just atoms like anyone else. Like everyone is just atoms with each other, no one's better or worse. Which is the basis of the pretension argument, which is that you think you're better. Fuck that. I I have no fucking idea. A beautiful limbiscuit lyric. All I'll know is. I'll never know. And I wrote a big Reddit uh, treatise on on the hidden wisdoms uh, and self awareness of Limbisket. And yeah, fuck you for not loving Limbisket. I'm kidding. It's to each their own. There's some there's some stuff that I've that I've detected there that it's fascinating to me, important to me. Um. Yeah. The silence is because there's a good topic there silence um i think we do better with more silence in our lives ironic for a podcaster to say <laughs> and i also obsess over I, I, I write lists of like how to how to be and what to prioritize and stuff well one of the curses i guess is the, the autonomy the freedom to think the freedom to self-conceptualize the freedom to vary from instinct It's why we have serial killers Why it's why we have all these fucking awful people defying the self-preservation programming and i think in many ways we were like an experiment of like what if we gave a bunch of apes like super super intelligent brains and unhooked them like got them out of that um instinctive obligation and compulsion to preserve life and to just, which is, you know, at least basically, I don't know if there was like a big debate in the heavens of like, well, if we give them this freedom, or if I give them, if it's just monotheistic or whatever, if I give them or if we give them the universe also in that, maybe, again, I don't say that it's any one thing, it just, this is just what I'm vibing. We give them that freedom Um where will they take it? We—they we, want to see what happens, but they know that it'll cost lives and it'll cost. So it'll it'll lead to lots of pain, but they are—they also said, "Look, but think about what else it'll lead to, you know. Think about what the freedom we're giving them, what, what pursuits they'll take, you know, and look at the people who, with that freedom, still temper themselves and practice." um, not restraint, but they, they practice perspective keeping. And I think those are the people that make the heavens very happy. I know that I weirdly get messages from the universe in terms of signs. Hopefully it's not just narrated. Maybe again, the debate will forever be out on that, but I certainly at least perceive there to be signs that I'm doing good when I, um, when I do display those qualities of loyalty and Uh, keeping perspective and being kind to people. I feel a weird reward from the universe by doing that. And it, it feels like the approving gods being like, yeah, that's why we gave you freedom, you know, was to, was to show that was to be that, you know, and to be that light that they give, you know, and if you want to call the enlightenment, you know, the, the giving of this, Bright. If you look at the, mind, the the heat map of a human being, the brain is, is, is it's at least I think so. I don't know if it's like this lump, or maybe. Or maybe that's just me narrating, but I I have to imagine because of the amount of activity, um, that it wouldn't just be this cold lump. That it would have a, a. I have to look that up actually, but it strikes me is that that's what that would be. At least, if not visible on a heat map, it would just feel that way in that. Brightness lightness the brightness of the eyes that this region here of the face is just where the brightness happened and where the brightness is located because um, because of the brain and because of The access to everything that we were given, uh, you know It's like we were given brains with by evolution, but then we gave ourselves another brain another bright thing that helps us to See the world which is the smartphone which is this technology so, I think, yeah, that goes into the Oppenheimer thing of like how pleased or displeased the hum- the divinities or the universe is with um, the inventions we've made with technology. Um, I think, again, just like humanity, it's a double edged sword. So much as a double edged sword, there's no easy answers, motherfuckers. That's why, and there you go, that's why we have entertainment is when we are fucking. Existential as fuck after pursuing our things, after having our relationships, after propagating our species, always like after all of it, what is there? What is there after all of it? What, what, what? And we give ourselves art and entertainment to hang around on the planet. That's why art and entertainment, I feel like getting chucked up. It's so fucking sacred. Art and entertainment has kept people on this fucking planet. I swear to God, guys. Um, i think you should balance it you should have family friends you should have academic pursuit you should have work you know but without entertainment it would fucking feel hollow it would feel like something was missing and that has proven itself that isn't and that's another thing let's tie it back in it's like what is something that is corporate designed where we've said hey you need this you know hey we've made this that's another debate you can have about whether it's a group created thing where we've given the hints to the corporations to simply officiate that ritual and make a buck on it you know like coca-cola with uh, christmas it was a group created p- pagan kind of tradition wasn't decided wasn't committee designed holiday you know Uh, And there's that symbiosis. It's so much is, is duality, motherfuckers. It really is. So like with LB426 Day, for example, that's Alien Day, you know, that was created by the studio. Potentially in recognition of people saying like, hey, LB426, let's, you know, maybe an unofficial thing. And then they said, hey, why not officiate it? And then it became this thing. So then it comes into this debate of what does it matter, the origin of things? What matters is the truth of things, you know? And that's a beautiful sentiment to kind of wrap things up on because I have work now, All right? So you can have made mistakes. You can have been as existential as fuck and be in a negativistic frame of mind for a long time, for most of your day, but that was the past. Literally, the as you say something, it becomes the past. As you say a word, that's it, it's old. You know, the life is in the saying of it, the new the now is in the saying of it, and in the living of it, you know. And that's the truth, and the truth is beautiful, and, and the truth is choice, and the truth is freedom. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah, as a closing thesis, yeah, duality is real. Um Conflict is real, existentialism is real. Depression is real, anxiety is real, but joy is real and happiness, all the, everything, the whole spectrum, you know? And what will, not what will tip you, what is tipping you right now, this is as objectively measurable as you can get, is that feel the warmth, feel like your heart, feel that natural, I I dove into this, it's a documentary. I saw it in 2008. It's called The Esoteric Agenda. At about 40 minutes in, I want to say, there's a a cutaway, not a cutaway, there's just um, a professor in front of a board that talks about the double helix, the precise parabola of the measurable and vi- visual, like you can see it, this isn't imagined, the human, you know, Deoxyribonucleic nucleic acid dna and how an electromagnetic signal of someone experiencing love matches that parabola like they're, they're they match on let's at least say let's say it matches on far more points i like to say almost exactly than a signal that is experiencing fear which is this big stretched out slinky it's you know it's this languid thing so So that is my basis and it became my basis because it just clicked, you know, that when and and then also I just thought of even more basic than that. I mean, that's scientific right there, but the basis for me is that like we, we resonate a core warmth from, from waking to sleeping. That's the heart. It's just where, where consciousness is in these sort of flesh constructs. go about but like you know whatever concept we have whatever notions whatever beliefs whatever we can all it's so weird like we can all unify on the fact that we have blood that we have a heart that we generate an electricity and generate a warmth and the warmth connotes light and light connotes being away from darkness and being away from the cold and that's why we as human beings we, we we go for cold we go for warmth when we're you know cold and we, we we come together with each other when feeling sad like like it's just this observable thing and so surrendering yourself to the the, the basics into the automatic things of your body and like the, the processes your body just naturally goes into it's very solace bringing. it can really liberate a, a self-overburdened mind you know anyway come out on this on the like and the, like this isn't me it's not an instruction it's just an observable truth which is very solace bringing which is out of the storm of whatever sadness depression whatever the thing that tips out and it's from true detective i think is like i think the light's winning like that's what i believe isn't is reference is in reference to is that at the end of the day we need to breathe you know we exhale inhale like that's a continuous exchange of binary um and the thing that should just between those spaces because like when we're when we're saying something we can go into whatever fucking space when we're saying it but then at rest at rest the body is light at rest the body is warmth and growth like our hair keeps growing our noses our ears our age So growth is inherent, light is inherent, those don't have to be strived for, they just have to be channeled and reconnected with, you know, and living from that simpleness of isness is the way to just, yeah, stay positive, you know, so. And it's important to stay positive. Stay positive, people. Resident Evil Showcase in one hour and a half. Anyway, have an amazing day, folks, and until next time, bye for now.